Yo, Mr. Basala. Yes, sir. How are you, sir? Uh, I am incredible at the moment. How are you? I'm I'm healthy. I'm healthy. My team is uh, top of the log. Um, my team has devastated uh, a, a French side in the Champions League, and yes, we are uh, top of our group. Um, yeah, it's a good time to be a gunner. Uh, I imagine you're happy because Liverpool both were undefeated uh, against uh, against City, and and you've won three 0 against Toulouse. Good, good time for Liverpool, fan, I imagine. It is a good time. It is a good time indeed, and not to mention uh, Mo Salah. Uh, GNA every game, man. It's still going on. The the most consistent right wing since 2018, they say. Mm-hmm. It's it's self evident. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's a good time to be a fan of either of these two teams, but not such a good time if you're a Chelsea fan. You think mm-hmm. you're up, and then suddenly it all comes crashing down. It's <laughs> it's an amazing thing to be to watch. It every time you think. They've turned a corner. They show you they have not turned a corner. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. It feels spiritual at this point. I'm impressed. I'm impressed by the, the way they've gone about this. Truly, truly. I'm, I, I want to see every Chelsea game. Uh, they've never been this exciting. Because you don't yeah. know what might happen. Honestly, the only ones... I'd say like the Wario version of Chelsea is Man United. In the sense that it feels... When they when they lose United, it just kind of feels sad. When Chelsea mm. lose, it just it feels like it's a gamble every game. So mm. they might do something really really crazy, which feels fun and entertaining. United, it just feels like oh no, this is really really bad. You know, that feel like watching like a car crash in slow motion. Yeah, like, that's like exactly you, do, you don't like. know how it's gonna go wrong, but you watch the game. You're just like they're gonna fuck this up. Somehow they they will. I mean, like, against Galatasaray, uh, I'm sure that you and many other people have seen the recent tweets saying that you know United have all of a sudden become. Oh, sorry, not United. Onana has become mistake prone ever hmm. since joining United when he was not this way at Inter, and it's it's insane. How is this happening? Why do you why do players go to Manchester United and suddenly start playing their worst football? So I, I think United, more than anything else, are the greatest example of, of what teamwork actually does for, its, for a side. United's, United's team is full of individualists. Like, and, it's, and it's a very common thing that's been said, and I, I don't think it's, it's been true in every instance. But mm. all of their players, players of, they have to be the superstar. It's either Bruno's team or it's Rashford's team. And when those I players see. aren't playing well, there's nothing else that they do. Very true. Very, very true. I think is also the, the, so I, I think United's issue is obviously much worse because there's other teams that can manage multiple stars. I think United's issue is that they don't actually have a single CM that isn't far past his prime or like essentially a zombie. So, uh, I see. You know, that is I, very I, true. You know, I, I, I think if that th- those are the legs of your midfield, plus Mason Mount, who is whatever the hell he is. What can yeah, United what? like realistically be at this point in time? Like they, they are allegedly, dude. I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him in quite some time. I don't know what's going on. He's played okay. five games, right? Or, or, or more, maybe eight, maybe eight games. Maybe even um, eight games. Five starts. I believe in five starts. Let 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 me check first before we <laughs> you know we, we we speak out of, out of turn. Mason Mount Premier League starts. How many? How many does he have this season? So, over under, where are you going, if you had to pick? Okay, fine. Are we doing starts? Yeah. I'm saying... I'll go conservative. Over, over, over six starts. You are incorrect, brother. Mason Mount has four Premier League starts. Oh, my goodness. He's played eight uh, Premier League matches for Manchester United. Um, and he has played 12 in total. Um, don't That's know, surprising that, I, to me. He's played 12 times this season? To be fair, he, he started against Wolves. I remember him. I, I, I've seen his face. I've seen his face. I've seen him say, oh, yes, that, that guy plays for United. Yeah, yeah. I've had that moment a few times. You know, one of the 12 games would have been against Luton. Um, you know, he played six minutes against Copenhagen. He played 11 against Fulham. 
Uh, but you did play the 90 in the Carabao Cup 3-0 loss to Newcastle. Yeah, I think I think it's, uh, yeah. Has Mason had a good game at United? I think that's... Uh, that is question. probably the more interesting question. Um, mm. I guess... I guess I'd like to interrogate um, just generally United's plan. You know, mm. there's uh, people talk about you know the handing over of management at the top and uh, the trickle down effects, the lack of culture, whatever, what have you, right? Um, mm. You even see Chelsea transition from the Abramovich days to the Todd Bowley days. Um, it just there's kind of like a corporate soulless feeling towards Manchester United. The mm. the whole this is Manchester United football club thing. Just doesn't feel like it's a real. That doesn't mean anything. Scathing. Mm, wow. That was crazy. Mm, mm, mm. Now, look, I, I, I can't pretend to have the answers. I, I just know that they need to get um, they need they need to get Onana the same kind of thing they need to get Ramsdale. I think they're in a very similar place right now mentally. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, like I, I think the confidence is is very low. I, I take the antenna could could trade notes about the weird keeper situation right now. Genuinely, at least at least Arsenal's Ramsdale's kind of resolved by just being. I, I don't even know what the word is to describe the situation, but um, complaining, I guess. But but he just made so much noise that he made himself the focal point, and Arteta didn't have to answer for it anymore. Mm, exactly. I, I think I think that is incredible on his part. Like, finding a way to do that. Because, like, you know, there was so much season. There were so many games. Like, you, you were always going to play the season, like, a little bit. Like, you're the cup keeper, and that's okay. Like, yeah, no. But, look, maybe, maybe I'm expecting too much real-time contextualization from a, from a player. Because this is his career at the end of the day. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, Yes. But yes, uh, to our listeners, welcome back to another episode of The Base Never Die. It has been a while. Lucille Masala, thank you for joining me uh, on a very serious note. How good did it feel when Trent put the, goal, put the ball past, past, past the keeper? Uh, let me tell you. I was I've never started like that in my life. Goodness gracious. <laughs> that finish? That finish? No, very impressive. Very impressive. The celebration moved me more. Oh, oh, oh. You know what? I hope he gets fined. I hope he gets fined. That needs that needs to be etched in history. That <laughs> I want that to sting. I wanted to say we were so done with you. They said no, 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 no. Come, come, come. You got to pay up for that, buddy. That's too hot. That's too clean. I need it. I need it. <laughs> no, he's sensational. He's sensational. I am, as you know, very much on the Trent Alexander Arnold. Um, rebrand wagon. Mm-hmm. He has going into this game. There's a lot of the talk about Trent versus Doku. You know mm-hmm. the way he's been pieced up by other wingers before. Yeah, I guess there were one or two dribbles there, but there were a lot no, of tackles. Not one there. or two, quite a few. Uh, come on, one or two, quite a few. Three, three maybe. If we, if 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 five, if we have to five, Look, there were quite a few tackles. Or quite a, quite a, quite a few moments of if another, really, look, really excellent. In a world where Julian Alvarez like didn't just score in random games, City probably put like three past you if he was a serious person. Doku created enough for City to have won that game. Doku specifically, there's no one else in that team that played at least in an attacking sense that offered as much as he did in that game. This is not an indictment on Doku. This is barely about Doku at all. This is about how good Trent is. That's my focus. Uh, Doku is good. He's very good. I'll give him that. I've no, I've got nothing against him. It's just that I was less worried. I, I, this is the least amount of worry I felt about Trent going into a big game than I've ever felt. I feel like he's really matured as a player. Um, I think he is a wonderful leader as well on our team. And my goodness, an exceptional player. One of the most unique, one of the most talented players I've ever seen playing at the same time I'm watching football. Um, yeah, joy to watch. Joy to watch. 
Nah, this is this is crazy stuff, man. I'm considering selling trends in my FM right now. So we are living very different lives and interpretations of what trends can be and <laughs> you know, what what comes next. This maturity. Maybe he only finds it if he stays in Liverpool. Maybe that's the issue. Maybe that's the solution. Brother. No, no, no. One of those is a game. Look, in the real world, Trent Alexander-Arnold is the best right back in the world. And he turns into a midfielder in your eyes. I think that that evolution... Oof, I'm going to go on the record here. Okay. Let me say this. I think Trent Alexander-Arnold turning into a midfield player is inevitable. Mm-hmm. And I also think it's ideal. I think okay. he's got all the minerals for what it takes to be a really good midfield player. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's just about maturity. You know, um, Jordan Henderson wasn't a good midfield player until he was like 27, 28. And then he really was a good one. Pretty good for a couple of years there. How, how good? How good was Henderson really? How good was he really? Just the, in your respect. Champions League winning and Premier League winning captain? Let me think. I'd say... Henderson was fine. Uh, okay, we're going to use words and numbers. Was he world-class is my question. Yes, he was world-class. So, okay. I mean, look, I, I can't fight against Henderson's role in what was an incredible team. I, I just, I have never thought to describe him that way. I, and that's completely understandable. And I know for many people it feels really wrong because he's got the worst PR ever. But um, if you, on eye test, if you watch the games, you see uh, Salah's hat-trick at Old Trafford, that pass there, like, there were so many passes like that. There were so many amazing plays like that. He, it was Henderson, Fabinho, Vinaldum slash Mona. No, Hendo was doing bits, man. Yeah, man, shout out to the Jordan Henderson fan club. Look, for what sure. it's worth... I do. I have an immense respect for Jordan Henderson because I think he's one of those players who maximized every capability he had. Like, yeah. When, when Henderson retires, I I don't know how someone could say he really should have won more. You know, this like no, he, he did everything you could have asked for him at any Absolutely. point in time in his career. But also, of course, because because Liverpool won everything, so you know. Yeah. But but like. Is that in a way where like people think of Bale and say, you know, if he was fit and like we still want a bit more from the career. Like Henderson does nothing. If anything, he's the one player who is so fine he went to Saudi. <laughs> like, no, 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 absolutely. Like you you did everything you were gonna do here. Look, and I think that that's a great thing. Look, Henderson is clearly not the most obviously talented person. I think there's that famous quote from Alex Ferguson where he said uh, he'll never be a good player because he runs from his knees or something stupid like that. But yeah, he's been maligned and judged and just like hard done by his whole career. And the fact that he ended up winning everything and as captain, uh, you talk about maximizing potential. My goodness, that's a story for the ages, right there. A story for the ages by Jordan Henderson. But yes, yes. Um, moving on, moving on. We do have to touch on what's happening in Syria. Mate, is Lautaro Martinez coming into himself or, or is he just being carried by another striker? What do you, what's your read of Inter being top of the log after their draw with Juve? Oof, uh, that's, a, that's a tricky one. I think Lautaro is um, heading into... I think this is the first... I'd say, actually, this is the second year of his prime. Uh, mm. Prime will last probably a few years, I think. He should stay at Inter, stay in Italy... At least, mm. um, I wouldn't say he's being carried, but I am impressed with his strike partner. I think he's been doing very well. Um, I think that the two of them work very well for Inter, and I think that if they can keep on this role, um, that's another scudetto. Mm. So, you, 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 you don't think Allegri's boys have it in them? No, absolutely not. Mm. Absolutely not. No, 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 no. That, that team. I, I don't really know how they bounce back from it. I think that they're in a really bad spiritual place, especially from all the um, corruption mm. charges brought against Pogba's them. drug test. Uh, Pogba's drug test. Uh, Fagioli as well. Mm. There's there's so there's so much bad juju around that club. I think it's going to take the old lady 
a couple of years to shake that off. Mm. Mm. Yeah. No, saddening stuff, truly, truly. But in La Liga, uh, Vinicius-less Real Madrid are still doing it. Rodrigo at left wing. What, what, what do we have to say about Rodrigo when he plays in his, possession, his position? This... You know what? This is, this is an uncomfortable conversation because Rodrigo's really, really good on the left wing. I sometimes think about Rodrigo on the left, Endrick on the right, Bellingham in the hole. Is that not perfect? Look, I, 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 how can I discount Vinny? It's Vinny. Mm. It's Vinny. I don't know how Madrid solved this problem, but I don't think that Rodrigo's best on the right. I think he's a very good player, but there's just... I don't think he can be the main striker. I don't think he plays on the right. I think on the left, as we saw against Cadiz, it's the, it's the best one. It's the best. Mm. So, a, a few years ago, I, I said that there was no way that all of Vinicius, Rodrigo, and Asensio survived Real Madrid. Asensio was, was a cheap shot, because there was no way he was ever going to retire at Real Madrid. <laughs> yeah, no, that was obvious. That was obvious. But I really do think that there's a case for how Rodrigo is utilized. Like, I, I think it requires a lot of humility from him for this to make sense. Because there's no way he doesn't know this about himself as a footballer. That he's amazing. Mm. He's much, much better on the left. What, what do you think about, like, um, a four-four-two system, four-four-two mm-hmm. flat, mm. Vinny on the left and then Rodrigo left striker, maybe Drew tucks in a bit. Um, I guess it's all these uh, a gap who's playing right wing. Arda Guler, maybe? I don't know. Is Arda Guler a real person? <laughs> Do you have proof? Besides an Ouzel tweet, how much proof listen, do you have? <laughs> listen, listen. Ouzel, how Ouzel. dare you? How dare you project information change and include a player who hasn't made his debut? <laughs> Everything you did there was in your head. Just believe listen. that baby. Listen, after that Ozil quotes, I believe in I believe in Articular, okay? I believe in that guy. I, I don't know him very well, but I believe in him. I, I, I am not happy with it. The way it's gone down, I'm even looking at Ozil's side eyes saying, you were cursing him in public. That's what you were doing. <laughs> how, how is it possible that we're so wrong after this? Look, it can happen. It can happen to anybody. And um, I, I don't like it. It's, it's th- it stinks of... Of, of a career where you just go on loan for years. <laughs> I'm so nervous. You think he's just telling stories? <laughs> Dude, I just, I just don't like seeing this kind of thing, man. It, 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 I, ha- I have heebie-jeebies about these kinds of players. <laughs> don't get any heebie-jeebies. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm, I'm nervous for that man. <laughs> I'm nervous as hell for that boy. Dude, always, I mean, look, apparently he's back in training. but I've He's always apparently back in training. He's always back in training. Like, where are you going, blood? Like, what's happening to you? Like, why do you keep leaving the training? Just chill there. Just stay. Like, I don't know. Like, dude, if I hear again that, oh, okay, you pulled this quad or whatever out for a month, I'm going to be like, bro, you can't, you can't be serious, man. Like, what do you mean? Like, go if this pray. guy doesn't play do before something. the end of the year, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I'm a good as real. But what I do know is that Real Madrid still have a problem on the right wing. And I know that Saka is heavily, heavily linked. Saka, heavily linked. Saka extended just now, brother. That guy's not going anywhere. In the oh, same yeah. way, the same way Trent... from now, You don't think in a year from now, Saka's 23 or maybe the next year, he's 24, Madrid say, hey. Brother, you know? by, the, by then, Arsenal would have won a Champions League title. He's English, not Spanish. Mm-hmm. If he was Spanish, I'd be, I'd be very, very nervous about him. In the same way, I don't think you, you ever stress and think, hmm, Madrid might come in for Trent. It's not going to happen. It's not going to go. Yeah, that's because Trent doesn't work anywhere except for Liverpool. Okay. I mean, he could probably work at Barcelona, but that's he, just because it's a fake club. He, he could work at Real Madrid. At right back. They definitely wouldn't play him as an orthodox right back. Like, the, like especially under Carlo. If he was to go right now... Mm. He'd, pl- he'd make but, a plan for him. Mm, the call is a genius, though. In fact, 
he'd probably just play wide right as the midfield in that flat 4-4-2 you were talking about earlier, that conjecture. He'd work, mm. he'd, he'd work better there than Goulet would. You're right. Yes. <laughs> so you're saying, that Trent is, you're saying that Trent would basically play where Beckham played for Madrid. Yeah. He is the closest thing to David Beckham in today's video. That's... Uh, uh, I really just wanted to hear you say that. <laughs> we got it on record, guys. We got it on record. Kanye said it. You heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. I'm, 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 a, I'm a Trent fan. I'm a Trent fan. You can't not like Trent, man. Oh, there's Oaks. There's Oaks who are committing to the pit. They premium haterade drinkers. No, but look, I, I just believe in balance. I don't, want to, I don't want us to pretend that Oaks are doing great and doing bullshit. That the times last season he was doing bullshit that it needed to be addressed. Especially because when Trent's bad, it's not even that he looks technically inept. It looks like he's not trying. Mm. He has that Maitland Niles mm. thing about him. And I need, like, that, that's a the, crazy the, thing the, to have. The, the arrogant jog. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling you. I'm feeling you. I have felt this before. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. Absolutely. Um, I, okay, but I agree with you the same way. I never really felt any kind of fear that Madrid could take Trent. I see why you said that about Saka. Because um, he's your legacy player, right? He yeah. is the guy you build the team around. I think, obviously, Saka being the main priority in this Arsenal team, I think that, just to just to slightly pivot towards Arsenal right now, Gabriel Jesus is your true left wing. And... Gabriel Martinelli ain't really going to do much for you guys going forward. This is such a ridiculous opinion. It's so crazy. I don't think it's ridiculous at all. I think it's cultured, measured, insightful, uh, tasteful even. I think that, look, Martinelli's a good kid. He's a nice kid, okay? Chip off the old block. Really nice guy. But he can still go uni, you know? (laughs) Go get his degree. This is, this is some shameless, shameless stuff from a man whose team is playing in the Europa League while Martinelli has scored <laughs> the Champions League less than 48 hours ago. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Is that, that is your hard sell pivot to Liverpool in the Europa League. I, I just don't mm. understand how you found the time to critique the player that scored against Manchester City earlier this season to, to win for Arsenal. That's the guy that you see is most likely to drop out of the side. Yes, that's the guy. What are, you, what are we saying here? Just because he scored against City? What? What? Martinelli in general. There's no way. The only person that could bench Martinelli is Rafael Leal. Um, yeah, maybe you guys should go after Rafael Leal. My goodness, because I don't think you're a very good left wing, Martinelli. Look, how do you feel about Martinelli? That's actually your business. My point is, the name you threw up before Martinelli, though, at left wing, that, no, no. Oh, you think that guy's a striker? Didn't he admit recently that he goal scoring goals is not really his forte? It's not his strength as a player? You're number nine, you're a striker, said he's not good at scoring goals? And then your keepers is not good at concentrating. What's going on there? What's happening? First of all, my keeper is Raya. <laughs> <laughs> Personally. My wow. keeper. The keeper that plays wow. the big game for Arsenal. <laughs> and your left wing is Martinelli. What's going on there? Why is this the censorship there? Ah, you guys are moving funny. Yeah, his, Come his... on, guys. This is a fucking disgrace. Come on. He's <laughs> I, I struggle to defend because he isn't fit often enough. If fit Gabriel Jesus, I would defend and say, you know what, it doesn't even matter if he isn't fit, if he's fit enough or not, because he's going to do ABC. Mm. But until then, it's fine. Take your jab. I'm not going to fight you. Yeah, I just think that um, you've got a Jack Grealish with uh, less, less dexterity and agility. You know, I, I, I find it so interesting that you never like miss a beat when it comes to slandering uh, my club. As if what are you, I'm the biggest Arsenal lover you can ever find. What are you talking about? I love Declan Rice. <laughs> For one thing, um, Yuri and Timber. I'm gonna sign up in my FM as well. 
<laughs> he plays for Arsenal, right? Right? <laughs> hey, he got he, he'll be back, though. He'll be back. Oh, oh yeah. Are we sure that's also not another fake player? Speaking of fake players, how's Thiago? Mm, mm, very low blow. Very low blow. Listen, um, the last time we spoke about Thiago, we were saying, did the ball hit the ground or not in the <laughs> Champions League goal? And that's really embarrassing to admit. Um yeah, life was very different back then. Yeah, yeah, um, at this point. He's a rumor. It's okay. He's been yeah, he's been hired to shoot uh, Vajetic. Mm. He's doing a little too good of a job because Vajetic is always injured now. Mm. But uh, that's his primary role. That's what he does now. <laughs> I, I'm glad you put the positive spin on it. But enough Arsenal Liverpool. I think what has captured my eye the most in the past week has without a doubt been. PSG's lie oh. is Newcastle. My goodness. They, they weren't meant to do this. It wasn't meant to happen. They, is that a handball? It couldn't have been. The same way Saliba's handball against Chelsea wasn't a handball. But mm. I, I, I digress. Think... At that time, like it's just like, dude, you, you can't. You can't. They, I don't care that, that PSG's XG was 4.5. Bro, they were reckless. Absolutely. Barcola. No, Barcola. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what what was that? My goodness. That was a performance. That's one of the first times a lot of people have ever watched you. And that's what you do. When the lights are bright, when you're so meant to announce yourself. I'm a, I'm a Barcola. I, maybe I shouldn't say this too publicly, but <laughs> yeah, whatever. I'm a Barcola fan, or at least I was before that game. I, I'm an, I very I, I'd like to say I, I appreciate who he was to be, but that's the issue that he start, He just started off really well at the end. You know, Barcola doesn't have 100 like senior games yet, and he's moved yeah, to course. PSG. That's insane. Like that's insane. PSG have like very slightly, slightly done very similar things to what Chelsea have done, where they're relying of on course. people that that really should not be who they're going to right now. Kolmuani, ADM, ADM. After one full season in Frankfurt, let's have the discussion about Kolmuani. What is going on there? Mbappe and his friends, Mbappe and Co. Dembe, Dembe's, Dembele has tried to replace Neymar twice and failed twice. What's going on? No, there's not much good to be said about, about what PSG did this past week, truthfully. I believe it. Truthfully. And, okay, I remember you and I had a conversation um, some other time about Mbappe and, you know, where he stands in world football today. Should he be better, worse? Has he done enough? Is he not doing enough? What what do you say about like after seeing that against Newcastle, you know, he's captain of PSG or whatever? What what do you what do you say about this? So we know one thing, Mbappe's a terrible squad builder. And that's and I think that's largely because football players shouldn't have that much say over who plays for the team. It it really that's shouldn't fair. be that 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 one of your players beast with Neymar so much that he leaves the club or that a report like that could even exist. Like, it can be even remotely plausible. That should never be the case. Absolutely. And yet, somehow, that's the world PSG have created for us. With the president of France comes to him and says, please don't leave. What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what club is this? What's going on? <laughs> Mbappe is held back by the fact that he has, matter of fact, too big a role than, like, for any footballer at all to have. The closest yeah. is maybe what we're seeing now in, in Miami with Messi signing, signing up his friends. But that's an inner retirement league. So, you know, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm less frustrated. For Mbappe to be chasing anything at all and for these to be the decisions he's making, it's just like, this, this can't be... Like, why do you have that power? Like, it's, it's almost no like... There's no reason a 25-year-old should be player manager for one of the richest teams in the world. Mm, but I... I guess that speaks to the fact that Mbappe might, matter of fact, not even, not even might, he is matter of factly bigger than PSG. 
He I is. Think, yeah, he is. I don't. I don't think that there's any real way of denying that. He he is bigger than PSG, like as a person. Oh, that's Munoz. And I I don't think that that actually happens that plainly, as as it is with him. Like I, like I think Zaha at a point thought he was bigger than, than Crystal Palace, and but he needed mm-hmm. to leave. I think in the end, even though it would have been nice to have seen him play Champions League more regularly, I I think things more or less worked out the way they should have. I think, I think Ronaldo. He didn't say anything he was too big for United, but like he tried to challenge United and he lost. Because yeah. you, you should lose to a club. An institution should always beat you. Unfortunately. Course, yeah. Like if it's one of like some significant standing. Yeah. For Mbappe to be PSG's all-time top goal scorer, to be this World Cup winning super kid, to, to be the second most expensive transfer ever, be able to oust the most expensive transfer ever, it, it just speaks to... It, it speaks to the fact that they don't have a reference point for anything outside of them. Like, yeah. for them, it really is like, if we lose this one, we're done forever. But it's just like, you are always going to have to lose them. At some point, you'd have to retire. At some yes, point, exactly. You should always, as a club, be willing to let go. Because, like, there's footballers, dude. And, and he could only ever be one guy. If he gets injured, you're just as dusted anyway. Like, learn to live without him. Dude. And it's so strange to me because... You know, okay, look, the forward line, that's its own problem at PSG. But there are players behind those front three um, that are really, really good. Eh? I really, really like, um, like, Zaire Emery, for example. Mm. I think that they're going to have to lose that guy at some point. Um, purely because I think PSG is just not real. Um, I don't know where he goes. I think Bayern need him badly, badly. But that's that just sucks to think about, you know, because there is there's a lot of potential. I know you're not the biggest Donnarumma fan, but I think that he could definitely go into, you know, something consistent and palpable over the next few years. Oh, um, like Donnarumma has had moments that would make him very similar to uh, Mr. Onana in the past few seasons. <laughs> Current Mr. Onana. Current Mr. Onana. Mm-mm-mm. No, I'm hearing you. He is uh, definitely a man of mistakes. Definitely a man of mistakes. Um, but he is young. He is young. Um, How long will we see Donnarumma as young? At what point is he just kind of old? Hear me out. Hear me out. In the same way that Rooney, at least this is a belief I have, Rooney didn't, didn't like fall off young. He started off young. He fell off at the perfectly appropriate time for how long he'd been playing football. How long right. was Rooney young for? Well, he was young for like maybe three years, max. At hmm. 18, he's already at United. He scores a hat-trick on his debut in the Champions League. Oh, interesting, interesting. Okay, yeah. At what, at what point it was, is, do we say Donnarumma is just an experienced footballer? Because I feel like he's getting a bit of the Rashford treatment where you can be lovely for young player of the year, but you've been playing for five years. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we're heading into that territory now. But, I mean, he's a goalkeeper, you know? So, so he should get the extra, extra year. So, Donnarumma, 28 is, is experience. I'd say 26, 27. That's not that far away. It's not that far away. It's not that far away. I don't think he's got a lot of time left to be pulling the young card. But he's 24. 24 for a keeper, I think we can all agree, is quite young. Oh. So I think there's, I mean, especially when you consider the longevity of it. I mean, Kelon Navas, who is miraculously their backup keeper, right? Yeah. Uh, I, could, I think he still is, by the way. It's insane. He's 36, you know, and I'm pretty sure he's still a top keeper, but they just nyatsing that guy or his agents is. I don't know what's going on with his situation, but yeah, you know, Donnarumma could be looking at another 12 years of football ahead of him. So in that context, mm, feels kind of young. Okay, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. I, I can, I can be at peace with that, with that kind of reasoning. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, just to go back to what I mean, what I was saying about him is that um, I just think that kind of like, uh, oof, maybe I shouldn't say the Sir Alex prophecy for United on here. Maybe it's bad juju. Let me just say that PSG. Once they get rid of Mbappe, 
I think they finally have a chance to evaluate what the hell are they doing? What is going on? What do they stand for? What do they fight for? What's their style of play? What's their culture? Because right now it's Mbappe is the sun and everything else is in his orbit. And I think that's really bad for any football club. Unless you're like into Miami or whatever. Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious, how much of PSG's failings then do we put down to the coach? Because he, 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 he has set up, or he did set up rather, in my eyes, rather poorly for the first time they played Newcastle. Yeah. Like, like they lost that game because of him. More than Mbappe, whoever else you'd like to blame. Yeah, like, yeah, no, they set up pretty poorly. And yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I think I also have been dated against him because of how he's, how he, how he's used uh, Fabian Ruiz generally for Spain and now for PSG. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I'm personally someone who's looking at him saying, "When last were you good, Mister Mister Enrique? You had a great Euro and a great time with Spain until the World Cup." But before then, when when you left Barca, I I wasn't particularly impressed. You know, I'm inclined to agree with you. I I think I've been pretty vocal about the fact that I'm a Luis Enrique fan, but I don't think I'd ever considered you know what he's been doing in the past eight years to really earn my loyalty. Uh, I I really like that he coached Barcelona in Neymar's treble winning season um, but honestly like, how long is that going to stick uh, he's really not done much of anything ever since that and the way he's been uh, using this really really good PSG side actually um, it's been baffling it's been baffling the fact you, that said, sort of you lost said really against... really good at some point I believe you argued that PSG wouldn't finish in the top four of the Premier League did I say that? Are we going to VAR that? I, 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 I can find the conversation if you'd like to do this. Uh, I think that we are getting off topic. Um, <laughs> I think, okay, fine. Even if I did say that, I probably still agree with that, to be honest. <laughs> top four. I don't know about top four. They ma- okay, with this coach, no. I just, I'm judging of what I see, and what I see is bums. They suck. They, if they lost to Newcastle, if they don't make it past the group stages of the Champions League, no, no, no. You asked me at what point do we start blaming Luis Enrique. I think we should already start blaming him. I think he gets sacked if he... This first big blunder. I think he's out of here. And For maybe himself. gets... Uh, what's that guy's name? Galado from River Plate. Oh, he just moved to Saudi. Oh, really? I can't remember the name of the team, but he's moved to Saudi. I think it might be Benzema's team. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, because Nuno's gone. Yeah. Jeez, I can't believe that was a thing. But anyway, um, yeah, no, good for Galata then. Yo, jeez, he's going to feed his whole village. Um, <laughs> okay, I didn't mean it like that. I didn't mean it like that, guys. <laughs> um, no, no, no. I, I'm not being facetious. I'm, I'm being sincere. Good for Galata. I just I wish he could take his talents to European football. I think he could do quite well there. I'm sure he'll get his, he'll get his chance. He'll get his chance. Yeah, he's still young. But yes, uh, Mr. Matlana, I, I have to ask, what has been the most significant moment in the European calendar since international break for you? We've covered Arsenal, we've covered Liverpool, we've covered United. What, what else really stuck out to you? Since the international break or in the international break? After the international break, since the international break, you know, um, I'll have to say this. It pains me to admit this, but I, as a football purist and as a watcher of it for its entertainment and emotional value in my life, Garnacho's bicycle kick is the most striking moment since the break for me. I I can't really raise a counter to that. You know that. Like fair enough. It's I I I mean that goal. Wow, wow. That's honestly one of the best goals I've ever seen in my life. It's yeah. execution was unreal, unreal. I got to take my hat off to him. He was um, audacious to try that, and the fact that he finished that so well, like 
Pickford is usually known for these stubby little arm try hard saves that he made. But dude, I don't I don't know if he could have saved that if you told him where it was going. So yeah, I think that would be be mine. Uh, would you agree with that, or you got the you got a different thing in mind? I, 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 I didn't movie that much. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it is, it is cool. It was like I'm glad he recovered from his concussion. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah, sure. But like, I think at that point in time, I was just I, I maybe had a dopamine overdose. I was really happy that we were winning four 0 It was just like, oh, we're done with these boys, kind of thing. Nah. I get that. I get that. Yeah. No, look, I, I can't fight against against what uh, Camacho did. I, I wish that we'd done this episode with, with a United fan because I truly do believe that one of Toby or Bones would come, would come and say, you know, his ceiling, man, you know, and, and project and imagine that Camacho is now a Ballon d'Or winner in the, in the making. So <laughs> I, I'm happy to give, give the moment to Camacho, but I'm curious, where do you have him? Like, what do you actually think of Camacho? I, like, how good can he really be? Do you know I um I think it's tough to say. When I, I this is gonna sound weird, but when I watched Julio and Ciso last season, I was like, dude, you guys are telling me names like Garnacho. This is the next guy. He's next up. And I know nothing of Nciso anymore. I I don't even know. Is he still playing football? Um let, let's let's check. To be honest with you, I don't believe he's played uh 180 minutes this season. I I could absolutely agree with you on that. How like what's going on? I don't know. He was really so, really good last season. Having having just checked, he got injured on the twenty sixth of twenty sixth of September, twenty twenty three. He's out until January. So I I think it makes sense to to have not seen him. In his last game though, he got two assists against Wolves. Okay, not bad, not bad. I mean. Uh, uh, I just, I don't know. I just feel like there's, even before that, you know, there was much left to be desired. But look, that's enough on it. See, so I he played, would... he played 59 minutes, by the way. <laughs> oh my goodness. What's going on with him? 67 of those minutes were against Wolves. <laughs> <laughs> so it really was a blink and you'll miss it start to a season. He's been injured. I think well, that's look. why. Look, 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 that those two assists against Wolves were huge then, considering that he's not played this season. He's not played a full game. That's insane. Mm. But anyway, um, that's where I'd put Garnacho. Uh, I'd put Garnacho below that last season. Now I look at him, I think Garnacho's got a bright future, but not at United. There's something okay. about this club that's... I mean, I know that it's... Uh, you know, Ronaldo's his idol and blah, blah, blah. And there's all these kinds of things. I also, I kind of agree with Arturo Vidal's statement that he should build on his own identity. It's kind of strange that you cap off your most incredible moments in your career so far with Ronaldo's celebration. Strange. But anyway, I think yeah, that... Wait, he, he doesn't have a celebration, though. No, no, that's fine. That's fine. Just do... Point to God. Point to your mom. Point to anything else. Anything else. Mm-hmm. Just be yourself. Just be yourself, <laughs> first and foremost. Doing the Ronaldo one, I was like, buddy, ugh, it's kind of crazy. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I think that if Garnacho could uh, actually just go maybe to a side in Spain, um, I, I, don't, I don't know, just do something more like believe in himself. I think he's got a, a lot of the good stuff to make maybe in his prime, maybe Five, eighty-five winger. That's that's high. That's high. That's high. But I think that out of all those prospects, I mean, like, look at Anthony. He's not getting past eight seventy-seven. <laughs> He's terrible. That seventy-seven is the best of the best from Anthony. Um, what about what about, I, what about Kobe Bino? Where, where do you stand on him? Um, he's too young. He's eighteen and midfielder. I I can't judge him right now. I, I don't I don't have. I'm impressed by what he's been doing, but but, but lon- like longevity wise, like career wise, I don't know where he lands. I, I have I couldn't say, especially at no, United. I appreciate you taking the time, this, and this is this is what we call measured a measured approach. This is what we mm, need more got of. Got to be, got to be, got to be. Mm. Not uh, not everything can be judged on the data we're given. So, um, I think we should give him that time. Um. 
Yeah, yeah, but Kobe May May New May New Mayno. What's his name? How do you say that thing? And this guy's black. What 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 culture? Where does he come from? What's his what's his colonization history? What's 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 going on there? Where is he indigenous to? So still with United in mind, we've got Newcastle versus Manchester United this weekend at St James's Park. Score predictions. <laughs> That's a tough one. Um, maybe because Newcastle. Uh, Oh, well, Isak is back. Almiron is back. Mm, but is Wilson back? Is Wilson back? Not to my knowledge. Mm, okay. Uh, look, I think that they, they, they've been rocked by a lot of injuries recently in Newcastle, as we all know. And that moved them to the mid-table curse. Uh, but that's only a real thing with Chelsea. Chelsea just suck at doing that. United are so unpredictable because they're really not good and I think the confidence is shot from that 3-3. I'm going to say Newcastle win 2-1. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Then on top of that, we've got City versus Tottenham on Sunday. Oof, that's a City dub. City dub. Uh, Let me tell you, uh, the mate merchant, Imposter Coglu, He's gonna have a rude awakening. I, I look. I like the guy. I was charmed by him, but I know that you tab. A lot of you guys were seeing through the matrix there. You said this guy's all smoke and mirrors. There's too many jokes. It's too many jokes, eh? Didn't, too didn't many jokes. Here it is. I knew too much about his personality before I'd seen enough enough of his games. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, no, they they were making him a, a fixture on my TV. Too much. No, no. Mm-hmm. You know. You don't trust Oaks as trying too hard to be your friend. It, it, you know it is. It felt like they wanted me to like him. Like I felt like I was like, they were saying, mm, "Look, look, he's so personable." No, no, I'll, I'll decide. I'll, I'll get to my own. It's, it's, it's like they're advertising him. Don't, don't give me ads, man. <laughs> Honestly, they wanted to give him awards for being such a good oak. They gave him the awards three times better than the month. <laughs> it's crazy. And I think he did get that. Eh? That's insane. Yes. You broke the this... record for one Premier League season most manager of the month award. I imagine it's like four. Right. That is insane. But anyway, uh, yeah, I guess he's going to find out who he's really managing now mm. and realize, oh, okay, Spurs are Spursy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's going to see for real. So, yeah, I think City um, annihilate them. I think Haaland scored. Okay, okay. Then we've got Crestfall and Napoli coming off a 4-2 loss, playing host to Inter. You see, with Napoli, uh, what's the name of the coach again? What's that guy's name? New guy. Yeah. Um, I want to say Matsari. Wait, how new is this new guy? What happened to the old guy? <laughs> this new guy is, is one game into the job. Well, oh, two games. Yes. Uh, one big oh, game. Okay, they okay. sacked the other guy. I thought they sacked the other guy. Okay, okay. So, um, it's it's hard for me to say. I think Hivicha is having a pretty decent season. Mm. It's not too bad. Um is not back, to my knowledge, correct? He is back. He came off the bench. Oh, he did, hey. Oh, yeah, he mm. did. Okay, well, if Osman can start, Hivicha can start. Um, I think they've got a good chance. I think they've got the, a better chance now more than ever, especially since the other guys got sacked. Um, Inter on a bit of a hot streak. Latan Martinez is playing like freaking Alessandro Del Piero. Um, so I will say that I am expecting an Inter dub, but they're in Naples, so anything mm. can happen. Mm, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, well, we're touching on Syria. Uh, Syria Mobile scored one of the worst braces I've seen in a very long time uh, in the Champions League this week. How many uh, right. times do you think that's been said, that exact sentence? And, and that's why I brought it up, because I wanted to say, truly, truly, it is impressive to be that good at just, at just scoring goals. I, I, I have an appreciation for it in Syria for a less dominant team. Oh. More so than I do for, for, with Holland and City. But truly, truly, when you get a chance, take a look at the goals. That is a poacher. This is also like him playing his worst ever football. I'm, I'm so impressed that he's still doing this. No, honestly, it's, um, it truly is impressive. It's like 
Baz Dost, you know. Mm. I um I think with other players, uh, I've even compared him to earlier, like uh, Mario Gomez or even Miroslav Klose, there is a certain um, delicate artistry to their poaching finishes, you know, that makes you feel like, oh, you know, they they really, you can see that movement, that attacking positioning was really good. Even the deft touches, that kind of thing. Immobile feels like he's brutalizing his way into these poaching positions. of like, oh, oh, okay, I guess somebody got on the end of that one. Every time. And to score so many goals like that, it is impressive, honestly. To be such an ugly, ugly player and be so effective. Props to him. He should tell Timo Werner how to do this. Yeah, he really should. And lastly, lastly, I touched, I touched on the Bundesliga game, but I know you aren't in the best place with Borussia Dortmund at this point in time. Yeah. But uh, Leverkusen played Dortmund. I expect Chevrolet's men to win. I'm not going to touch on that game because I'm not going to watch that game. I watched the highlights at most. Of course. I um, um, Oh, sorry, yeah. But lastly, Barcelona versus Atletico Madrid. How's the game at? Um, at Capdown. Griezmann celebrates. We need to say that. Yeah. And with, and with that, our listeners, we have the first episode of the race of Dying in a very, very long time. We aim to be we aim to be back a lot more regularly now that international break is over. Thank you for thank you for tuning in. Latiba, thank you for joining me. Wait, wait, but just before we go, just before we go, uh, can I say something to the audience? Go ahead, sir. Um so with our Spotify wrapped, uh, we got to see that, you know, the podcast is going really well. And um I you guys took me on, obviously not right from the offset, but I joined this year and I've Really, really um, enjoyed my time making these podcasts, and I um, I can't wait for the new year. All the exciting new things. I think there's a lot more that we're going to be doing a lot more frequently as well. And um, I think this has been a seminal moment. And yeah, I just want to thank all the people that actually listen to the football podcast because uh, yeah, you you make it worthwhile, and um, yeah, you make it fun. So yeah, I just want to say thanks to everyone listening. And thank you, sir.